The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Now, a little bit earlier than usual, Charlie Weston is with us for our weekly personal finance spot and we've lots of things to talk to Charlie about. And let's start with energy customers who may be facing an unexpected increase in their bills. How could that happen at a time when I thought the prices were supposed to start falling? Exactly, and we haven't had a price increase for a while, Matt, and they're at record levels. Anyway, we've had unbelievable number of price increases, something like 56 different price rise announcements between gas and electricity in the last two years. The problem here is there's a lot of people who got good deals maybe last year, this time last year, the discounts, they had good discounts, 30, 40% off. These the were switcher price. deals, right? They were switcher deals, yeah. They moved around and they got, you know, a better deal for moving your business, as everybody was told to do. Now, they're coming to the end. Those deals are unwinding and the, the new discounts available are nothing like that. You may, be, may get 10%, you may get 5%. Some of them are not offering any discounts at all. So these people are going to unwind out of these nice deals that they had and they're going to be hit with what I'm calling a bill shock where suddenly they're going to be expected they'll end up having to pay something like 400 to 500 euros more a year uh, for their electricity. If they're getting gas and electricity, you could be talking about having to pay an extra 800 to 1,000 euros, huge amount of money because they simply just won't be able to get the deals that they had uh, when they renew. And you know, and the best thing they can do now is just get on to their energy supplier and say, is there any loyalty scheme here? Is there any discount you can give me? Give me some of it. There is always a deal if you ask them. Don't just assume that you just be the sucker and have to take you know an, an elevated uh, unit price when you when you when you come to the end of a one year fixed deal. Are there any deals for switching a present? They're very poor, Matt. I mean, you might get 5%, you might get 10%. And if you ask them and push them, you might get a loyalty bonus. They're also very hard to get through to. You know, people, you have to really try. You have to kind of ring and keep on the phone and spend ages on the phone to get through to them because people are just find it so difficult to cope with electricity and gas bills that they're ringing their suppliers all the time and trying to, you know, deal with them. And and, and, and so they're in, these call uh, centres are inundated. But don't give up. Don't just accept uh, that you roll on to a no deal at all. Get some kind of a discount or a loyalty bonus if you can. Uh, but it's very unfortunate. 130,000 people are going to roll off good deals and, the, and then the next deals available are nothing like as good. Do you have to threaten to move to get these loyalty uh, discounts? That's not working as anymore because they don't they, they, because of the the market is in such a mess. They actually don't want switchers at the moment. You I mean the, if you look at some of the the, the the switcher sites at the moment, there there aren't too many deals there because the the, the the energy companies are struggling to make any money out of the retail business. They're making money on the generation side, but on the retail business, because wholesale prices went up so much, they're struggling to make money and they're not really trying to attract switchers at the moment. So unfortunately, yeah, it's a very poor place for them at the moment. For, for, for switchers, consumers, so the, the old rules have gone out the door. So, look, it's, it's probably best stick with the, the you know, if, if you can't find a decent switcher deal or somebody to take you on, just get on to your own supplier and say to them, look, I'm out of my deal here now, I had a one-year deal, what, you must be able to offer me something, give me some kind of a discount here for next year. Okay, what about uh, taxpayers due refunds from revenue commissioners? How many are due 
what apparently is an average refund of €624. Yeah, the numbers here, Matt, are mind-blowing. 650,000 taxpayers, 650,000 taxpayers are due a refund. And as you say, Matt, the average is about €620. And an average means that there are people who may not get that much, but there's people who might get a significant amount more. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you know, and this is, this is, um, this is essentially because the revenue changed the rules in 2019, encouraging PAYE workers to, you know, to, to get onto the system and, and, and file a return, basically. Plus, an awful lot of people who wanted to claim the, the rent, the new rent credit, uh, have been in contact with revenue and, and their tax situation is more obvious. So, Suddenly, your Sorry, revenue. Sorry, not enough of them because it not appears that an awful lot of people haven't been making the claims of the money that they're due. Exactly. Only half are claiming what they should be claiming for that rent tax. I mean, the Department of Finance reckoned as many as 400,000 people were eligible for that new rent uh, credit, that uh, rent tax credit, but only 200,000 are claiming it. There's a number of reasons for that. A lot of them may be paying tax to, to, to their landlord, sorry, paying cash. Maybe the landlord's not registered with the Residential Tenancies Board, which is a condition of this, ta- this tax uh, I thought every landlord had to be registered. Yeah, well, look, at the, it's, so, it's so difficult out there to get re- rental accommodation and people are bending the rules and, you know, um, or, or else they just don't want to approach their, their um, landlord and, 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 and start discussing the rent tax because the rent tax relief. They're just afraid you know, they might get turfed out. But look, at this huge number of people, it's really good news, are due a tax refund. As you say, Matt, €600 Euros a year. And, and yet, the more, more, more people could, could, could be qualifying. Not only is the, the rent uh, tax relief underclaimed, the health expenses, you know, for using a GP, uh, for prescription jo- uh, uh, prescriptions, and for, you know, go, the likes of going to a consultant, you can claim 20% back of that. Again, only about 200,000 people claim that. So far more are due that. Uh, the remote working thing, tiny numbers are claiming that. You know, maybe one in 10 of those that are due to, to get that are, are claiming it. But is that because the benefit is also Small, the average benefit just been sixty one euro. The people just don't be bothered. I think that's an element, Matt. Yeah, it's not. It's probably not worth it. People think. Also, they think it's a bit cumbersome. They have changed the rules, made it a bit easier. But you know, you, you, you do have to do a bit of calculation. You have to work out the number of days you're working from home and divide that by you know the. Um, the, the, the working week and, 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 and then put it in. But they've made it easier and you no longer need a letter from your employer pointing out how many days you're working from home. So look at, it's money there that's yours. You, I think people sh- should claim these things, particularly the, you know, if you have a family and you're spending a lot of medicines, you could claim that the, the, the medical relief and the rent credit, you should claim it if you can get it and it's easy enough to get. Okay, now something else you want to bring up is uh, Comreg and what it's going to do to try and force telecoms operators to block the scam calls and texts I think that every single one of us is getting. It's an absolute epidemic, isn't it, Matt? It's an absolute epidemic. And Comreg, the regulator for telecoms, reckoned that there's about 365,000 cases of fraudulent scams. Now, that's probably an underestimate, Matt. And they're saying this is costing about 300 million a year so that's 300 million euros that's been taken from people. Suddenly, there, there's action on this and there's, there's a consultation paper being put out by Comreg, the regulator, proposing major changes here. Some of it involves legislation. Finally dealing with this. I mean, I, I recently called on Twitter on Vodafone to block some of these scam texts. I got no response from Vodafone, but a lot of experts came on to me and said, oh, nothing can be done here, nothing can be done. You can't block these guys. Well, it seems that you can, because the regulator is now talking about uh, blocking fixed line dodgy calls and mobile call blocking 
they're talking about you know changing maybe the legislation to 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 block some of these text scams as well and 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 some legislation will be needed on that uh, because this has just become a massive problem for people. And they reckon the savings could be huge here. Savings are a billion and a half, uh, 1.5 billion euros over seven years. But it needs to be done because the fraudsters are just so sophisticated. They're, they're spoofing numbers. You think it's coming genuinely from your bank, but it isn't. Uh, and there's, look, there's been no real incentive for the telecoms companies to do anything about this up to now because there was no sanctions. So suddenly if they bring in these kind of rules now, there'll be some sanctions, there'll be some kind of incentive for the telecoms companies to start dealing with these things. We've got to leave it there. Thank you very much, Charlie Weston, personal finance editor with the Irish Independent. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-